0: Hi, and this is Amicus, Slate's podcast about the Supreme Court and the law and the rule of law. I'm Dahlia Lithwick. I host this podcast and I cover those things for Slate Magazine. And next week is set to be a historic week for America, for the High Court, and for the Senate Judiciary Committee as it holds confirmation hearings for Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, the first black woman to be nominated to serve on the highest court in the land. Now, over on Slate Plus, my jurisprudential wingman, Mark Joseph Stern, and I are having a curtain-raiser conversation, looking ahead to what to expect, what to watch and listen for, and thinking through the implications of this hearing for the court and for our constitutional democracy. Here's a brief snippet of our conversation. There has not been a really coherent opposition to her. Let's talk about some of the pieces of it. And as you say, some of it we can just pull from, we heard this at her prior confirmation hearing. So one piece is the always effective Guantanamo, as though Americans uh, still are riled that occasionally lawyers wrote briefs on behalf of Gitmo detainees. So that's one strand Uh, You're rolling your eyes on the Zoom, so why don't you go ahead and (laughs) stick your fangs into that one?
1: If you walk with me way back to 2016 when Obama was considering nominating Jane Kelly to the Scalia seat – the conservative judicial lobbying groups put out attack ads that laid into Jane Kelly for being a public defender who defended people accused of crimes who did not have the money to pay for lawyers. This is an age-old tactic that goes way back before then. Conservatives do it way more to liberals than I think liberals do it to conservatives. You just don't see these kinds of attacks in the other direction. Part of that is because conservatives rarely do public defense work. Maybe if there were more level playing field, it'd be different. But we will always see this with Any nominee to any federal position who served as a criminal defense lawyer and especially a public defendant, which KBJ did and did so quite admirably. But just to get it off the plate, you know, yes, she represented Guantanamo detainees. That I think is one of the best and noblest uses of a law degree. Those individuals are in desperate need of legal counsel. They are guaranteed legal counsel under the Constitution. She provided that counsel zealously as she was obligated to by the 6th Sixth Amendment. She was effective. She was direct. And if Republicans claim that that is somehow disqualifying for a judgeship or for the Supreme Court, they are not really attacking Katanji Brown-Jackson. They are attacking the Constitution the Sixth Amendment that they claim to love so much. And there's not a lot of other conversation we can have about this because it's so cynical and so stupid to be a supposedly constitutional conservative and then lay into a nominee for enforcing the Constitution and standing by it for those who are most in need of its protections. And I think that's like all I have to say about that.
0: Well, I will see your cynical and stupid and praise (laughs) you, Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader. Let's have a listen uh, (laughs) to Mitch McConnell, who thinks she's eminently qualified, but...
2: Curiously, the same radicals who want to turn Democrats into the party of court packing also badly wanted Judge Jackson for this vacancy. It's a matter of record that this nominee was anointed favorite of these fringe groups. At this time last year, they were already spending dark money to raise her profile. So I intend to explore why groups that are waging political war against the court as an institution decided Judge Jackson was their special favorite.
0: Okay, so Mark, here we have it. This is I guess the transitive property of badness in which Judge Jackson is not bad, but, says Mitch McConnell, bad people support her and therefore she must be bad by association. Discuss.
1: Um, I mean, I don't see the 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 flaw in that logic. I think we just got to go with Mitch here and say thank you next. <laughs>
0: If you are not a Slate Plus member, but you'd like to hear more, you can always head to Slate.com slash Amicus Plus for more details on how to join us. Slate Plus members get access to bonus segments from lots of Slate's podcasts like Slow Burn, This Show, Political Gab Fest, or The Waves. Slate Plus members can access unlimited reading on Slate.com. They never hit a paywall. And most crucially, Slate Plus members... Power and support all of the work that we do here at the magazine and we are ever so grateful for that always. So go to slate.com amicusplus amicus plus to find out more and thank you and we'll be back with another episode of Amicus in just one short week.